Consider the following and some of the results you will hardly believe. Running a small business isn't for the weak. Learn how to take your business to the next level with marketing and operation tips for a small business like yours. I'm Hillary Kay. Let's talk marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. And today we are going to be talking about content. People normally say content is king, but I kind of disagree. I think content's actually the queen of things because, you know, the queen is really the one in in control and keeps people in shape. (laughs) Content is one of the most important things when marketing a small business or any business for that matter. Content is essentially your business's story spread out online over a variety of media. In my experience, content can seem very overwhelming to the small business owner. They think to themselves, how am I going to get two to three posts on Facebook a week or a post every day on Instagram? Or how am I going to write four or five blogs a month? And it always just seems so overwhelming to them. At the end of the day, I always say, you just have to plan. And I think that's the most important thing when talking about content is planning. I have several clients that I do social media for and then others that I've just taught my method on how to plan out a social media content calendar. But what I do is I schedule a time at the end of every month to put together a content calendar. Yes, this takes time, but it is very beneficial for day-to-day operations as a small business owner. As a small business owner, you wear all the hats. And I mean, I understand, I get it. Sometimes it's 10 p.m. before you sit down and have time to even think about anything, let alone what to post on social media. So how to plan is up to you. For my clients, I've created a content calendar in Google Docs. This shows the date of the post, the image, the text, and any notes that may be associated with the post. I make sure to have, like I said earlier, at least one post a day for Instagram and three to five posts a week for Facebook. If you have a blog or a podcast, you can note the release times of those content pieces as well um, in the notes section. And then it also is a good reminder for you to schedule out posts to market those as well. So when planning, I also like to make sure that content isn't all promotional. Your audience doesn't want to be sold 24-7. Remember when you're creating your content, you're telling your story and conveying your brand in hopes to connect with your audience, which will in turn make them more likely to buy your product or service in the future. As a rule of thumb, I try to keep it to one promo post a week on Facebook and maybe two to three on Instagram, depending on how many posts per week you're scheduling. The non-promo posts can still have images of your product and service, but just not an active call to action like buy here, click here. And that kind of leads me to my next point when thinking about content. Imagery is so important. Gone are the days where someone will just stop and read words. Even if your words are powerful, even if you have something good to say, people are just not, we're such in a visual world (laughs) and their attention actually needs to be captivated in less than 30 seconds or they're just going to scroll on by. So you can source imagery from several different ways. You can take the photos yourself. I will caution you, if you do this, make sure that they don't look like amateur photos. One of my favorite techniques is using the portrait setting 
on iPhone, it really, I've been really able to get some good quality photographs using that tool. There's also great editing tools within the iPhone that has been so nice. And small business owners really like that option because they're not having to pay additional money out of their marketing budget to source these photos other places. You can also, I mean, you can hire a photographer, right? Lifestyle photographers and flat lay photographers are pretty readily available. If you don't know anyone in your area that does this, one way is to look at other businesses in your area on Instagram or Facebook or wherever and look at the photos that you like. And if you know the professional, just reach out to the business owner. I've done that several times and business owners are normally more than happy to say, hey, yeah, I use this photographer. So that's a really good way to find those type of people if you don't already know someone. The average price for that is about $150 an hour. And that will roughly get you about five to 10 content pieces, depending on the editing style of your photographer and also how prepared you are going into the photography session. So if you do hire someone, my best advice would be then to, again, plan. (laughs) Plan out what you want them to take and shoot and already have an idea of how you want the things laid out. It just helps the process go a little bit faster. Also, you can, I mean, simply go on Pinterest, right? And there's tons of good images and you can give credit to either Pinterest if it, you know, if there's no photo cred already in the Pinterest caption, or there are places like Shutterstock where you can buy X amount of photos for X amount of dollars and kind of make your own. There are several options when it comes to imagery. I used to would say that the words in your posts mean more, but I really, in this day and age, the image is what's really going to make those um, people stop and read what you have to say. So that should be um, one of the main things you consider. Also on the topic of imagery, I actually like to start with my photos first or the images I'm going to put in the schedule first. It helps me brainstorm the content a little better if I find some really quality images. It just helps get my creative juices flowing. So that's something that you may want to consider. Also, images don't always have to be photos of your products or services. They can be quotes. They can be even a really cool, you know, if you're a family business, a really good picture of your kids. You know, you can wrap your product and service in anything, really. (laughs) It just takes a little creativity. The third most important thing I think when talking about content is have some sort of engagement component. Instagram and Facebook's algorithms are a mess and they change so often and how they decide what posts are shown is how much engagement is actually happening on them. For example, I know Instagram's new algorithm, there has to be like four or more words in a comment for it to get priority, which is crazy. But that that's something that really needs to be considered. Sometimes this means asking a question at the end of your post, or even if someone just says, oh, cool, you engaging with them back, you know, starting a conversation. Engagement is also a really good way to create relationships within your business. Another good thing about engagement is 
it not only builds relationships with your customers, but it helps create community. And community is something that it means that you're in their everyday lives. They are associating you with their their own community, their own family, their own friends. You're top of mind. So maybe they're not going to buy your product or service right now, the second they see that piece of content. But if you keep engaging them in your posts, you keep having conversations, you're going to stay top of mind and they're going to be more likely to buy your product or service in the future. So just to recap, what we've talked about today regarding content is number one, the biggest piece of advice I can ever give you is to have a content calendar. I have a monthly content calendar, but you can even to begin with, plan out every Thursday, you plan out your content for next week and it's just a week, like baby steps. Don't make it overwhelming, but I promise you it will save you time. It'll help you be more efficient and it'll help make sure you actually have content out there for your customers to see. Second, have good imagery. So important. Like I said, you have to make them stop. You have less than three seconds for them to make the decision. Am I going to stop and read this post or am I going to scroll on by? So make them stop. Look at the images that you choose and you know, ask yourself, is this a good quality photo? Is this something that my customer is going to like? And lastly, engagement. Engage, engage, and engage comment back, like their posts, ask them questions outside of the post, really build that relationship and create community for yourself with your content. So that is all I have for you guys today. If this was helpful to you, click subscribe and leave me a review. Our next podcast will be talking about automation. So I'm really excited about that topic. I will have a guest speaker on with me and I will be interviewing them and they're going to give us their two cents on why automation is so important for small businesses. And we will be talking about some of my favorite tools to use when I am helping small businesses automate their process. Thank you guys for listening and I hope to see you back soon. Bye. So you see, a lesson to be learned. Experiments never fail.